plug those headphones in. It's time for Ireland's only interactive podcast, the multi-award-winning Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. You're very welcome to this latest Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian and Jeremy recorded live at our studio at the White Sands Hotel in Port Marnock in North County Dublin. If you happen to be around the Port Marnock area, pop along and say hello to the staff here at the White Sands Hotel. The Oasis Bar just below our studio here is well worth popping into. So, what do we want to talk about on this latest Opinions Matter podcast? This message from Jay. Have a listen to this. Don't mention my name if you bring this up on the podcast. It's about couples who have children and then get strangers to raise them. What's the point? My sister-in-law and her husband have two children aged 18 months and three. And uh, both spend most of the day in the creche because Mammy and Daddy choose to work around the clock. They can well afford to cut back on work hours, but they don't. They've missed out on their children's first step, first words, and it doesn't seem to bother them. The children know their minders better than they know their own parents as they uh, don't get picked up till six every day. Do yous know, I think this is totally wrong. And that's from Jay. By the way, Jay, as in Jay is a woman, it's a female name. Her name, the first letter of her name is Jay. Okay. So people were texting in saying, is that a man? No, Jay is the first letter of her name. Um, spot on, isn't she? Um, is she? Yeah, yeah. It's something that I've been banging on about for years. I'm not going to talk about my own situation because people just go, oh, yeah, it's well for you, it's well for you. Yeah, but I won't mention my own situation. But I don't understand, and I get Jay's point here. Uh, her sister-in-law and her husband, they had two children. And by the way, the thoughts of a, an 18-month-old being put in a creche. I mean, Jesus Christ. They have two kids under the age of three, Yeah. And they have missed all the milestones. That you're, what, is the, what is the point in having children if you're going to miss all those milestones? Now, we are very lucky in the situation that we're in, in our house, um, that well, we made the decision when the first kid came along, yeah, that uh, my wife would return to work, yeah? It's something I campaigned for, for her to go back to work. Right. I, think it's, I think it's important for a woman to go back to work. But the agreement was she would go back to work uh, on a part-time basis because... The thoughts, and I see, I see it uh, in the crash that's near my, my my house. I see kids being picked up in the pitch dark at five past six when they've been there since eight o'clock that morning. So what's happening is the uh, parents picking up little Johnny at six o'clock, uh, going home, uh, the kids having the dinner and then going to bed. So you're literally seeing your kid for an hour a day. You are a stranger to your kids. Your kids are being raised by crash workers and that is wrong now before someone starts jumping down my throat saying oh well we need jobs for most of the people I know who work these long hours and whose kids live in crashes yeah um the parents don't need to work the hours they work. They work those hours because they want their fancy holidays. They want to be able to bring the kids to Lapland for Christmas. What's they wrong with that? that, that you can't, What's wrong with wanting... You, you, you can't have both. Okay. No, no, let me finish. a couple of things here. Okay, I know you told me to shut up, but let me finish. You can't have both in this world. You can't be in two places at the one time. So you can't work 60 hours a week 
and hope to see your child having their first walk or hope and don't then come back in 10 years time you only have by the way you only have a 10 year period where you can bond with your children where you can make everlasting relationships with your children because once they hit the teenage years they don't give a fuck about you you know they don't care they don't want to be around you so why would you forsake those years why would you risk missing out on those great great times of seeing like crash kids are miserable I'm sorry they are. I know you're looking at me. They are. They're miserable. They're miserable. Yeah, I believe they are. Okay, well, um, now I'm going to stop you there, right? Because uh, my kids, when uh, when they were younger, they were in crash. They were in crash, uh, not that ma- not as many hours as that lady was talking about, yeah. but they were in crash for a fair bit of the day. And I can tell you that the crash that they started their life out in gave them the foundation that they built their whole lives on. Yeah, that's it. Am I, so hang on. You, 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 I want to quote what you just said there. Um, th- th- my kids aren't that. My kids are wonderful human beings. And an well, awful lot... Yeah, yeah, just shut up for a second. 20 years an now. awful lot of their grounding in life came from the socialisation they got oh, in crash when yeah, they were young. They get that socialisation in school. So they don't, By the way, that's, <coughs> that was a lovely little speech uh, you made there, and it was a beautiful speech. But that is the exact speech that a guilty parent always makes, and you are a guilty parent. You're Why gu- am I a guilty parent? You were guilty because you were, you were around for fuck all time and your kids were in their former well, years. No, I, I wasn't. I was around for an awful lot more than most parents are. Um, well, but they, they because were, of the hours that I worked, I was they, able to spend time with them. Okay, but they, they were raised by crash workers. No, they weren't. They were raised so by the mother were, and father. They either were or they weren't. They spent a lot of time in crash, but they weren't raised by crash workers. Did they spend more time... Did, did crash workers see them more, more hours a day than you did? Yes. There you go, Dave. Thank you. But you know my relationship with my children. You know how uh, how balanced they are as, as human beings. Oh, and you're putting that down to the fact that they were in a crash. I'm, I'm saying I'm them just being saying, in a crash didn't have any detrimental effect on them at all. I'm just saying, None. when a kid is in a crash, in, in this situation, in Jay's sister-in-law situation, okay, where you have an 18-month-old baby, yeah, who's in a crash from... I assume 8 o'clock in the morning till 6 o'clock in the evening. That is fundamentally wrong. That is wrong. For you, you obviously no, no, were one of the lucky no, ones. here we go, here we go. You were obviously one of no, the lucky no, no, ones. No, a lot no, of people can't afford. No, 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 They can't afford to give up work. No, no, shut up for a second. I'm not one of the lucky ones. We made a decision. We have sacrificed a lot. We could be living in a bigger house, yeah? We could have an extra holiday year. We could have a newer car um, if my wife decided to work um, full-time. But we decided that I would rather have my wife actually spending time with the kids that we, we, we made than worrying about having a brand new car. By the way, all the parents I know who's, who raise crash parents, they all have brand new cars and lovely holidays. So they've made that decision. They've consciously made that decision that they want to work all the years that God sends, but they don't want to spend any time with their kids. And then they wonder when the kids uh, turn 18 or whatever that they're completely uh, disattached from them. That is why you need to be around your kids. You need to Are be you finished lecturing people now on how to be a good parent? No, I'm, I'm not. For some people, it's not that simple. It's not that easy to pack in a job. No, when no, both no. Of you, I, I, again, you've I, got a mortgage, you've got a, you've got a car, you need to keep know, a roof I, over your head. I never, yeah, you can, but you don't have to work all the hours that go. No, you can't if you're not on good money. You can't magic money out of the air. If you have a couple and they're both in average wage jobs, you can't afford to pack it in. Okay, but if you're in an average wage job, then you wouldn't have four kids. Okay, which is more important, a new car or seeing your kids growing up? 085-825-2626 is our number. Let me bring in Eddie on this. Jeremy, I agree with a lot of you said, but until you said their crash kids are miserable. Going to a crash is great for a kid's development and learning interaction and social skills and playing with other kids. That's vital. But I agree with your other point regarding um, 
if you don't have to work, for example, if there's the man who's normally the main breadwinner, people probably call me sexist saying that, but if he has a good job and the woman doesn't have to work and she can stay at home and raise the kids, I'd much prefer that. But if the two of them are going out and they don't need to both be out of the family home just for the sake of money over their child's happiness, then that's wrong. All right, Eddie, thank you very much indeed. Now, Jason, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you? Good afternoon, Adrian. Well, what's your view on this? Oh, it breaks my heart. I agree with Dixon. It always breaks people <laughs> when, when they find it <laughs> self-agreeing with him. But it's, yeah, Okay, you agree with him in what way? I think kids are being brought up a lot like empathy nowadays. If you just see them, look at the amount of crime out there. Look at the way teenagers are there now, young people. The amount of violence that's out there. It's like that conveyor belt kids now, Adrian. They're born, within a couple of months, they're stuck into a crash. From there, then, they go into preschool. From preschool into junior school, junior school into senior. You know that way? All the way up to their 20s, through the whole school system, and then straight back into work. And it's like they're, they're strangers with their parents nowadays. I'm sorry, but my daughter worked in the crash for years, and she done private. And the stories she used to tell me about the parents, they had not a clue what their kids liked, what they'd done, why they were throwing tantrums. And I mean, to miss your kids, it kills me that I miss most of my kids for walks and that because of the job I would have. But me and my partner decided to cut the clock. We don't even own a car because we don't need we use public transport. We cut right back so my missus could stay at home and look after the kids. You know, we made choices. We made, and she had a good job, don't get me wrong, and the offer's there for her to go back anytime she wants, but we decided we'd rather rear our own kids than have strangers. When your child falls over, the first thing they want is their mammy. And if mammy's not there, the next one they want is their daddy. You know that way? Crash workers can't give your child the time and attention that they need. Like, when your child is there, you have to give it all the time and attention. Like, you can bring your own kids up and make them well-rounded individuals. You don't need to park it off on somebody else. And as for... I know a lot of parents now have to because of the choices they made, the way the... That's exactly, what it, that's exactly what I was but about to say it, to And that's the killer, isn't it? That we've monetized everything. I mean, years ago, you could buy a house on one wage, and then within 10 years, they convinced us, no, you want a bigger and better house, you want to beat the man next door. Both of go to work now, bring in two wages, pay somebody to rear your kids, and you'll be in debt a bit longer in your life, but you'll have that nicer house. You'll have that second car if you go a bit... In. Like, people think the measure of success is having two brand new cars, a big house, and three holidays a year. It's not. The measure of success is having a happy, stable family at home. I think, personally. I think it's wrong that we're forcing families to break up, to go out and work but, like that. Sorry, I don't think families are staying yeah. together as long anymore. I genuinely... I mean, look at the divorce rate, Adrian. I mean, look at the breakup rate. Look at the amount of sing- single-parent families now. I think since we monetized everything and we put so much pressure on both men and women to work, 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 work and pay as much taxes as we can and forget about raising your children. The state will do that. Look at the state of kids nowadays. I mean, you go back 20, 30 years, see what the statistics are on under 18s committing murder and have a look at the amount in jail now for it. The lady Jay, who contacted us in the first place, uh, said, not me. No, I know it's not you. Uh, they, <laughs> uh, they miss out on their children's first step, first words, and it doesn't seem to bother them. The children know their minders better than their own parents. Do you not yeah. think this is wrong? You obviously believe it is wrong. I think it is. I mean, my daughter told me about a couple. She had a very well-to-do couple, a big house. She was private minding for me. They used to have to ring her on her day off if she got a day off at the weekend to find out what the children had for breakfast. Now, come on. 
they're, they're Instagram children nowadays. These parents just want them for the weekend, for the Christmas photos. They're all in matching pajamas, stick it up on Instagram, get all the likes. Twice a year, there's all the family photos. We're away somewhere nice and hot in Dubai. Blah, blah, blah. Saturday, look, we're out horse riding, we're out doing this, that, and you know. And they're just cramming it in, then straight back into the conveyor belt on Monday morning. See you Friday. All That's right, what it is. Okay, so you believe that when parents bring children into the world, they need to make sacrifices so that their kids are not in crash for eight or nine hours a day. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that the free the free year they get when they're three, I think it's time enough to start them on that roller coaster. Yeah, you know, I think that's enough time to socialise them and get them ready. You know, my youngest at the t- start in his free year now, and he's came on and leaps and bounds. You know, you know that type of way. But my 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 partner done all the groundwork. She done all the heavy lifting in the first couple of years. That's your life. Okay, you stay, know, and we, stay, we don't, we don't, don't. Sorry, Adrian. One more thing, because I, 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 I might have to bounce. We don't credit them enough. We shame them now. We shame the hell out of mothers who want to stay at home and rear their kids. And it's mainly done by other women. They think they're dragging down the patriarchy. The strong women in this world are the women who give up and sacrifice their own for their kids. Thanks for your call, uh, Jay. Oh eight five eight two five twenty six twenty six is our WhatsApp number. This is PJ. Hi, lads. How's it going? Um, yeah, just just on today's topic. Um, I think we heard Jeremy before saying that he has grandparents that can look after him. That's all, that's well for him. Um, and you know, but realistically, you know, a lot of people are not in that position and they have to both work. Um, and he he's very lucky that he has that. And some people don't have that option, including myself, and my partner. And um, we tried it every way. We tried one of us working, and um, one of us not working, and um, one of us working, about us working full time. And now it's me full time. My partner is actually working relief shifts. She's she, she's lucky enough that she's in a she she. she she trained in a job or she went to college for a job that she can get a job that has varying shift patterns so we're lucky that we can actually do that and still just about manage to get by financially but you know for parents to have absolutely no option but to work eight to six um, and they do that to pay rent or mortgage or put food on the table that's what they have to do to look after their kids so you know if, if Jeremy or, or anyone saying that it's uh, it's not good why did you have kids it's just talking absolute shite you know some people have no option so you know fair play to them they're trying their best them parents but for the parents that aren't uh, under that much pressure and can actually take shorter days and they just love to go to work you know I don't think I personally wouldn't be like that and I don't think it's it's fair you know we actually have our three year old daughter in uh, crash at the moment and um, for from probably about half nine in the morning till about three o'clock in the uh, afternoon and for two reasons number one she absolutely loves to crash now and she loves playing with her friends and she, 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 she's stimulated in there and she, she makes friends and social skills and all that and secondly it gives me partner a chance to have a bit of a break because she's looking after two 18 one, um, one twins so um, I suppose you know we, we, we could take her out at the moment but we don't because she absolutely loves it so that's another thing some kids do love crash um, and, and it's the best thing at the moment she looks forward to going in every morning so I just think some people who feel very bad listening to this podcast thinking they're bad parents but we all have to do what we have to do um, and Jeremy's talking shite as for years old. It's Ireland's most talked about podcast the only podcast with live callers and live debates It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy Now John you're on Opinions Matter how are you John? How are you doing Adrian how are you? Uh, good thanks John um, well, I think uh, Jeremy's bang on there. He's 100%. Uh, We've two kids, um, Adrian, and on the toys that they were born, uh, my partner stayed home. Um, and I asked her, because she was working as well, um, and she still is, she still is. But I was on a better wage than her, and I said, so look, I said, you know, I said, you don't mind staying back. And she hadn't got a problem with that, you know. And I think it's very important, Adrian, um, that a parent, one parent at least, 
stays back with the kids. You know, I'm not expecting two parents to do it, but one should stay back with the kids, especially when they're only born um, and up to three years of age. Like, you know, like it's not a lot to ask. It's only three years of your life. You can go to fucking work whenever you want, you know, and you can go back to work if, if, you're, if you're in a profession. It's not always you know? that easy. It's not always that easy to step and away from your career. It's not. It's not always that easy. I don't fuck. You'll always go back to a career, you go to, you know, and she's good at it, and she went back to work, and no problem, fell back into it, she, you know, as, as if she never left. But the fact of the matter is, it is very important to, to, to be with your kids. And, and and I've been with my kids as well, and the second child, you know, I was with um, my daughter, you know, for nearly, what, a year and a half, and I stayed at home, you know, um, she went back to work, she was pissed off staying at home, you know. And yeah, you know, so I don't see the big, you know. Okay, and it, so, it, so, it, so when you hear of kids being left in a crash for eight or nine hours a day, what do you think? It's terrible. It's fucking disgusting, actually. It's disgusting. It really is. And people are going to get on to me and say, oh, we have to do it. You don't have to fucking do it. You don't have to do it. Things aren't that bad. Things are not that bad. You know, the most important years of your life for your kids, you know, you need that. You need that. And I don't care what anyone says. But actually, you know, uh, I see this. Okay, well, I, I want you to have a listen to a message that came into us. Uh, a couple of minutes ago and get your reaction to this. Um, guys, I saw your podcast today and I'd love to come on uh, or send a voice note, but I can't because I'm in work. I work in a childcare facility and we do breakfast club and after school as well as the preschool hours. I do fully understand that parents do have to work for their finances, uh, but they're uh, kids who are left with us and the primary school for 11 hours. There is uh, even this one child whose parents parent lives right across the road from us and they both work from home but the child is still left with us until six o'clock sometimes later if they're running late okay i'll tell you what that is and i'm sure john you're waiting to get into that that's what you call instagram parents so these are the people who had kids just so they can get the cue photographs on social media and to say that they had kids absolutely so they never treat them like pets. yeah treat them like pets so you know and I, and I know parents like this as well who like put the kids in crash and they're just at home sitting at home twiddling their, their thumbs children if you mm-hmm. Don't want to be around your children. You shouldn't have had them. That is that is the bottom line. Hundred no. percent, And you make well, um, when you have children, actually. Yeah, when you, you know, have children, you have. It's to a fashion children. icon. Sorry, Jenny. Yeah. I just want to say that to you. It's a fashion icon these days to have kids. And I know it was this. There's just a couple of people that I know that only had kids there in the last couple of years. And they haven't. They, they barely fucking see them because if they're not out walking, they're with the grandparents. If they're not with the grandparents, they're with the babysitter because they're out on the piss there on the weekends. Like literally, I could even calculate the amount of hours they spend with the kids on two hands that I fucking have, and it's disgraceful. You know, it's absolutely fucking disgraceful. And I'm like, they want like to the best parents ever. And I'm like, you fucking idiot, you, you, you don't even see. I tell you, as, as, as one said there, I think it was um, one of the callers. You see them a couple of hours a night going to bed before they go to bed. Like, as Jeremy said, these, these years fly in. They fucking fly in. I can't believe the age of my kids now. They're not kids anymore. And the thing one's is, one's a teenager, one's a grown ass man. And the thing is, you don't need a brand new SUV car. You don't need. Nope. I'm doing whatever, Jeremy. I'm doing whatever. Hang on, I've said to you, I've said, said this to you already. Uh, it is not in all cases about having the flashy it, it car. It is in a it's lot of not cases. For it an is. awful lot of people, they just can't afford to pack in. Well, work. No, no, I don't believe no, that I don't for a minute, Asian. I don't, I don't believe it for a minute. No. And I tell you why I don't believe it in Asian because I have to. You know, I as I said to you, it was either between me or the partner, and we stood back and we weren't like we were before we had kids Asian, we, we had everything we had we could go out for meals we could do what we fucking like literally we could book a holiday next week if we wanted and we sacrificed all that because we had kids now the fact of the matter is you're telling me there oh no 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 that's not the, that's not the point it is the point 
Because, as I said to you, we essentially gave up work for our kids. One of us did at one start, if I did. So you can do it if you want to do it. It's just that some parents don't fucking want to do it because they couldn't be arse looking after okay, the kids. They, they don't want to look after the kids. Okay, they stay, don't want to look after the kids. Anymore. Stay there for one second if you can, please. I want to go to... Um, Aoife, you're on Opinions Matter. Hi, Aoife. Adrian, how are you? I'm good, thanks, Aoife. Quite, quite wound up at Germany. Um, you know the next time Jeremy finds himself ill or in the need to, to go to um accident emergency, let him go into A&E and look at a doctor or a nurse, which are on 12-plus hour shifts, that many of them have children, and go, you're a disgrace for putting your child in care so you can come here and look after me. During the pandemic, creches were opened to essential workers and many of their children were in from 8 o'clock in the morning till 6 o'clock at night. But was that okay because they were saving lives, was it? No, and it's I, different now for somebody else no, the point to put I, their child in. No, the point I would make is um, they had the career before they had the children. So when you have a career that uh, means you're going to be away from your house 60 uh, hours a week. You then make a decision. Okay, if I have kids, I'm going to be a part-time parent. I'm not going to... So you, you make a decision yourself. Do you want to be the kind of parent that's around uh, your kids uh, all the time or do you want to be the kind of parent that just sees your kids for an hour a day? And that is your... De- bull, that, and you know that that's How is that bull? bull? That's not bull. How is that bull? So say you, that you, before you have a... If this child is planned... You can't right? have everything... this child is planned... Even you can't have everything in this world. You can't be a full-time parent and a full-time worker as well. I'm a full-time worker, so I'm not a full-time parent. My wife oh, is... Oh, sorry, sorry. Did you win the Euro Millions and we didn't all hear about it? No, my Who's wife... Who's paying your mortgage? Who's paying your electricity bills? Because you have to work. And I see in summer you have three jobs. Who minds your kids? Well, again, I just said, my wife works part-time, um, so she... So your can... wife works because that suits your financial responsibilities. That suits you. Well, cut your clothes. Cut, you, you, cut your clothes to meet your measure, you, Aoife. Like, if you don't have three kids, if you can't afford to have three kids, or kids are expensive. Who are you to judge somebody else's personal situation? So, say and, somebody and, had a and, child and, and, and they and, had a house and a mortgage, hmm. and all the bills that come along with that, and they accidentally fall pregnant again. What are they meant to do? Just put that put that child up for foster care? Or oh, I can't afford you? No, you know they take on the responsibilities that go with it. You look can, at you, the you, URA, again, you Look can, at you the inflation. Jeremy, I will say to you, you're, you're, you're literally talking down to people I'm, who choose. Actually, that's not. Whether it's a call, opinions matter. Or you're, you're talking down to people who choose. To uh, work for whatever reason, and thank you because they have and to. Thank you, thank you. You you actually shot yourself in the foot there. No, they so choose to work. You use the word choose. It's a choice. Thank you. It's a choice. But it's a choice that some people have to make. No, you don't have to make it. No. But sometimes it's not a choice. But you, but you make that decision. Do I want to see my child talking for the first time? Do I want to see my child's first step? Or do I want a stranger to see it? That What's is- more important, having a roof over your child's head that you know the banks aren't going to come after because mortgages are through the roof. Having food on the table when they come home, making sure that their house is warm and heated and have fuel well, in the tank yes, outside. Yeah. Obviously it's essential. Who's paying for it? You have to work for it. And, and no, you are nobody to judge anybody's financial situation. Because I could get pregnant in the morning and oopsie daisy. That's another mouth to well, feed. No, 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 well, no, no, hang on. What do you mean? No, I could get pregnant in the morning. Don't have sex if you don't want to get pregnant or, 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 or use... Con- <laughs> I'm not about to start lecturing you on sexual activity. I was about to say, what happens. the fuck are you doing now? No. You're lecturing oh, her no, when no, she has no, sex? No, no, I'm not lecturing her. I'm saying if you don't want to... There's, there's ways to stop yourself getting pregnant, okay? But shit happens. And it's called abstinence. 
maintenance. That's a way. So there is a way around that. So, oh, yes. So, Jeremy, you're telling everybody to go to, to, to not work, first of all, and look after their children. I, you're I now telling that. them not to have sex and turn into miserable bastards. <laughs> What's going to come out next? Are you going to tell us to live on the streets because it's cheaper? I, okay, first of all, I'm not, it's not black and white as you're making it out to be. My point is, is that something has to give. And again, I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm pissing against the wind here. You can't be around for all these milestones of your kids if you're working a 60-hour week. You can't. I wasn't around for so much of those milestones because I was working longer hours, but I'm happy that at least one of the parents was around, i.e. my wife, because we made that decision, um, and it wasn't an easy decision. We have less money because combined we're working less hours but you know what I'm delighted I don't I don't give a fuck either that I'm driving a six year old car don't give a don't give a damn can I, can I put something for you because you, you've constantly said you and your wife were a partner should work what happened to those single parents we've had callers on opinions matter before that go oh they're only scrounging for benefits you're this that and the other what about a mother that I'm going to give you a scenario now she has a mortgage. The marriage has fallen to pieces. She got pregnant and she found herself having to pay a mortgage on her own and now raise this child because her marriage has fallen to crap. She has no choice but to go to work to keep that roof over a child's head. And then you have yourself coming on a podcast on national social media and blasting this crash workers are this. You're lazy. You can't have somebody look after your children. So no, else okay, first of all, kids. first of all, I never used the word lazy. That was a uh, caller, Jason, who was on. So I did not use the word lazy uh, for that. I said it's a lifestyle choice. That a lot. I I know parents. I know parents that drop their kids off to a crash. I'm talking about mothers that drop their kids off to a crash and go off and and spend the day in Dundrum shopping with their mates and go to the gym and stuff like that. Uh, is that is that okay? But that that that's not somebody dropping their child so they can work. You've continuously argued lower your hours and work certain sociable hours. That that that's not the argument. That is lazy parenting. Oh, Bring then, your kids well, now, well, now you're talking down to parents. You gave out to me for doing it. No, doing but that it. is. So you, you so Eva's decided. Oh, by the way, no, uh, by the I'm, way, I'm defending the fact that you have told parents that that working unsociable hours, and I use that term very lightly. Is meaning that somebody else is raising their kids. Yeah, That's here. not. By the way, a lot, a, just on that point of, oh, of, of, of somebody dropping and going off shopping, a lot, uh, all kids are entitled to a free crash year, and a lot of those mothers are probably availing of that and going off and doing their shopping. And well, then maybe back. we know, maybe we don't know. Here, listen, Eva, I'm not here to say what you should or should not do. What I'm saying, well, you are. What I'm You're saying actually is, telling people what I'm what saying. To do. No, no, it's up to you what you want to. What I'm saying is, it's very sad if you both. Both parents miss out on all the milestones because the kid... Like, do you not see something wrong with a kid being in crash from 8 in the morning till 6 in the evening? Do you not find that very, very sad? I don't find it sad because I've mm. been in an unfortunate position as a single parent that my child had to do it. And do you not think that it breaks parents' hearts when you're picking your child up going, oh, they started walking today. Yeah, meanwhile, I was stopped cleaning up an A&E room. Well, then we're in agreement. I was doing this because I have to pay my mortgage. Well, then we're in agreement. No, you're not in agreement. Well, then, well, then, no, then we are in agreement because you also believe that it's sad to miss out on those things. That's the only point I've been making. That's the. Oh, it's heartbreaking. But no, 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 no. Jeremy, you haven't just said we're actually in agreement. Uh, no, no, hang we're on. actually in just agreement. Shut up for a second. Don't you tell me. Don't just, tell me to shut up for a second. You, you, uh, you are telling people that they shouldn't be doing this. I'm not telling people. I know this is an opinions thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. You I'm said not, there's no it's excuse. It's not a choice. You said it's a choice. In a lot of cases, it's not a choice. Well, I'm telling you, maybe not in your case, Eva, and uh, and a lot of parents. Oh, well, let me read a few messages that just come in. Sorry, John. Because agents have to throw me to the to the lines here. Um, it's an absolute load of 
It's a load of bollocks. Because I tell you why it's a load of bollocks. It's a choice to have kids. And it's always been a choice to have kids. And to have kids can fuck them into a crash is wrong. But some people have no choice. Like I've said, some people can... But what are you talking? Hold on for a minute. Depression. You do have a choice. You have got a choice. You had a choice to have kids or not. And I don't believe it. But if you say any, I could get pregnant tomorrow, that's bullshit. Because the fact of the matter is, I'm going to say to you, we use protection. We knew if we were going to have a kid. We planned to have kids. Um, and, and we have two kids and we, and we haven't anymore and we're not going to have anymore so that's what I'm going to say to you Ethan. and what I'm going to say to you is it's a choice if you, if you have to work a, a full time job and you're in stuck, you, your partner should be able to or you should be able to make hours at least for your kids a few hours it's not, big, it's not a big ask do you want to respond to that Ethan? I will respond to it Look at the statistics. How many children are unplanned? How many? You, you, I, I think it was you. I'm not going down that route of unplanned pregnancies. It's not going to do it. about single parents that the one parent family rate was through the roof for the amount of people claiming that. You don't have kids to put them in a crash either. That's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. And I'm going to stick my guns on that one. You don't have kids to put them in a crash. I've worked in crashes as well, and I've never seen a newborn or a tiny baby put into a crash. When maternity leaves well, at six months... I've seen young kids going into crashes, and it's disgraceful. Over the age of six months? But over the age of six months. Sorry, not under the age of six months, no. Over the age of six months. But here's six months my... Well, okay, Ethan, let's, let's, let's take that up. Ethan, okay, let's, let's take that as, as, as fair play to you for saying it. So if they, if they were with them till six months, why can't they be with them till 18 months or 24 months or 26 months? What, you know, what do you get what, what, what were they doing? The Sorry, hold on for a minute, Ethan. What, they should have been with them. And as far as I'm concerned as a parent, and I, I was lucky, or my, my missus was lucky, because we, well, I wasn't lucky. We chose to stay with the kids. I suppose I wasn't lucky, because we were going to lose out on that big money, and we did lose out on big money. But the fact of the matter well, is, the kids were more important. Okay, yeah, yeah, the kids you, were more important. For the first six months... After having a baby. What is that payment called? Maternity can financially stay home with their child. But yeah. after six months, there's sweet fuck all there for you. Yeah, well that's so it. The dole is there, whatever it may be. But the fact of the matter, the dole is there. It's 800 quid a month. You can do it if you want to do it. But I'm saying to Eve is a lot of parents don't want to do it. And they couldn't be arsed doing it. Okay. Because they want to be a mother. They don't want to be with the kids. Okay, John, stay there for a second. And Eve, I've been asked to play this voice note for you. Would you have a listen to this? Well, no, seriously, why would you have kids if you're not going to look after them? If you're going to pawn them off to strangers five days a week, sunrise to sunset. Now, I was on a while ago, and <laughs> I I actually take back what I said about stay-at-home mothers. I actually have way more respect for them than someone who throws the kids in the crash from sunrise to fucking sunset and abandoning them, more or less, and missing out on all the big moments. Moments. Like they're they're just being selfish workaholics. That's all they are. Fucking hell, like why even what, what's the point of having them? They're more or less an accessory now. What, what do you say to that? And that's been been a common theme, uh, Eva. Um you know, why bother having kids? Put it this way, if I could sit at home Colouring in, doing jigsaws, scratch my backside five days a week, I would. But that is not going to pay the bills. And people have made reference to the dole. Oh, God, what was, what's that, like 220 euro now? Mm-hmm. What's that meant to do? If you have established a lifestyle and a career beforehand and you've been approved for a mortgage in the bank, you have these expenditures. Just because you have a child, I can't rock into the bank and be like, I hear Jeremy said I shouldn't be working. Can you lower down my mortgage a little bit? They're going to laugh you out the yeah, place. Yeah, they will, absolutely. Uh, Kamara, I want you to have get, to uh, go back to work. I also want to get your reaction to this message that's just come in to us from a guy called Steve. Uh, he says, Hi, Steve here. I'm too busy to come on your podcast as I actually have to work. 
but I'm interested in your topic. Women belong at home, simple as. My wife stays at home and she's happy to do all the housework. She loves her life and is treated like a queen. <laughs> what do you say to that? I, I, well, it's, it's being broadcasted, so I'll try and refrain my language. But he needs a smack because don't a man can clean just as don't much as a woman can clean. Don't refrain your language on air account. You can say whatever you want. And I, I, won't, I won't lower myself to reply to him, but he needs a reality check. If he thinks he came out of a woman, he yeah. had to have come out of a woman. And that's the way he speaks about women, that they belong in the kitchen and I, they belong in the house. Sorry, hang on, JJ, can we try and get him? Yeah, we are trying to get him, um, Women belong at home, simple as my wife stays at home and she's happy to do all the housework. Well, now she's happy to she, do it then. That's, that's Yeah, she loves her life and is treated like a queen. That's up to her. If she wants to waste away her years sitting in a house, cleaning pots and pans, and that's what she's content in doing, then let her off. But it's a very it's dinosaur a attitude though, now. isn't it? Sorry? It's a dinosaur mentality. It, it, it's something from the Stone Age. I, 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 w- I would never dream of turning around to a woman and saying, you belong in the kitchen. The same way I'd never turn around to a man and go, oh, can you, can you bring in a bucket of turf? That's a man's job. I don't want to hurt, hurt me nails. Come so, on. Okay, so this brings in turf. <laughs> By the way, if I have to say on a completely different turf. on a completely different note, Eve, I know we disagree on most things, but I love debating with you because you're a feisty, feisty woman who never, <laughs> No, you I like a feisty woman who never backs down. Yes. And you never you never back imagine us being married together, I'd say No No, neither can I no, we'll be all the time and work. Yeah, that poor children would end up in the crash. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you have out, a problem with that. And I'd be out uh, bringing in the turf for you and stuff like that. You'd be making me yeah, spuds. Yeah, so that would cause a bit of a problem. Yeah, okay. Thanks, Aoife. Um, Thanks. Therese, you're on Opinions Matter. Hi, Therese. Oh, Teresa. Sorry, Teresa. How are you, Teresa? Yeah, hi. Just that uh, if you don't work your slate, you're called a lazy, a lazy waste, but if you walk, they're told you're neglecting your children. Like, you, you just can't, can't you win. Can't win. Can I, you? I, no, I happen, I happen to agree. Um, and in fact, we've spoken to John, who was on there a few minutes ago on many occasions, and we, he gets ripped apart because he's never had a, f- a full-time job or yeah. never paid tax and whatever. Um, you can't win. <laughs> no, you can't. No, you just can't win. I think there's a balance, though, isn't there, between home life and... And that even goes if you don't have kids. Um, myself and Adrian know this, this particular man, Teresa. Uh, he doesn't have kids, and... He is a, he's a, a company man, is what we call him, that he literally sweats blood and tears for, for he's working for the man, isn't that the expression? Yeah. Working for the man, uh, sweats blood and tears for this company that he thinks appreciates him, and they would get rid of him like that, they would. And he sacrifices weekends, if there's extra work that has to be done for a weekend, he'll go in and do the extra work at the risk of his home life. And um, f- fuck that, hmm. pardon me French. Like the, uh, okay, yeah. let me ask you, Trace, then, in answer to the original... You know, uh, By the way, all you get is a pass. That's all you get is a pass on the back. Yeah, no, I know that. Sorry, Teresa, let me ask you... If you're lucky. uh, Let me ask you for your reaction then to the message that we started this with. And that was from Jay saying basically that it's disgrace that parents have kids and put them in creche all day. Well, a lot of parents now have no option but to go out to work. Even to rent, never mind to buy. You have to have two jobs to to pay the rent. So, look... What do you sacrifice having no children at all? Well, that's, what a, lot of people, work. that's what a lot of people yeah, I believe, well, I believe. Well, just because you work, Adrian, doesn't mean that you, you don't spend quality time with no, your children. Yeah, I, I agree. And when my kids were younger, I did work. Um, their mother worked, and we did have a lot of time with them as well. So, yeah. Well, yeah, all right, good, good to talk to you. Um, I want to say a lot. Let's not, let's not jump the gun here. A lot of time. Well, let's, let's, not, let's not big you up there. 
I did spend a lot of time. Didn't you were working a split shift? Oh, you, so you forget that I was around for that period? Yeah, yeah. But I worked I, with you. You were, you were working. But because of the hours I worked, I was able to see them during so the day. When? What time? Wednesdays. <laughs> Wednesdays. Remember Wednesdays? I oh, they were great days they were. Yeah. And you'd piss off to see the yeah. kids. Yeah. And you used to say, I'm picking Laura up from school. Laura was like 26. <laughs> she had been in school for 10 years. Ridiculous. Let me read this oh. message from Liv that's just come in to us and it says... Sorry, by the way. Sorry for cutting across you. Yes, he is. Yeah, okay. That, sorry, that guy who sent in that message... Um, and my wife is a queen um, is coming on it's going to be interesting Liv says I know a child who has been in creche since 6 months old 7am to 7pm the child is 10 now and still goes to creche after school till 7 this is all through the summer too and parents are not short of money at all they take two week holidays together off work and that poor child is still shipped off to creche so uh, signs on the child has uh, sorry the child has no friends in the estate and doesn't have much social skills. It's very sad, says Liv. And so you know it as well, and I, I only realise, kids don't need expensive holidays either. Now, this coming from me, who we spent a fortune on a holiday last year. But you'd be surprised. Kids don't remember how expensive uh, a holiday was. We brought my young fella to Florida, um, I think five years ago or something. He doesn't even remember that. I showed him photographs the other day on my phone, saying, ah, Jesus, you remember being in, in Florida? And he says... Was I there? He thought the photograph was photoshopped. So kids don't. You know, is your kid going to be traumatised if they never get to the Lapland to see Santa for Christmas week? Are they? Let me just bring in a couple more uh, voice notes. Jer has been on to us. So if you don't have a job, you're a scrounger. If you do have a job to provide for your children, you're a bad parent. I don't know, you just can't win. What I would say to that lady is... I'm really, really sorry that Jeremy Kyle is not anymore to fill your afternoons. And now you're to stand at the window watching what time everybody puts their children in and out to crash at. I would just say to you, why don't you go and get yourself a life? All right, thank you very much indeed, Jer. Ed? Lads, it's either one way or the other. Like, if you go out to work and you work two jobs and you're bringing in money, but you're struggling on minimum wage, and then you give up a job and the kids are in crash and you go on the dole, you're the bad one. So it works either way. So what do you do? Kids, crash, go on the doll. It's one or the other. All right, thanks very much indeed, Ed. You're listening to Opinions Matter. Uh, We've more calls in just one second. Don't go away. Voted Irish Current Affairs Podcast of the Year. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. Now, I want to read this message again that came in to us um, a couple of minutes ago. Hi, Steve here. I'm too busy to come on your podcast as I actually have to work, but I'm interested in your topic. Women belong at home. Simple as. My wife stays at home and she's happy to do all of the uh, housework. She loves her life and is treated like a queen. And that's from Steve. And that message came through from 1952, (laughs) didn't it? She's been transported. Steve, uh, he joins us on the line here. Steve, I have to say, you are such a dinosaur. You want to call me a dinosaur, mate? I'm back in those ages. I believe a woman's place in the home. I don't lift a finger in my home, which is why I got an Asian wife. I told you before, Asian women... That's like racist, I would have thought. Asian women believe that the man's the breadwinner and they're the homemakers. That's the way I like it. My wife, I don't lift, I don't lift a finger in my house. So, like, uh, do, you, do you do the dishes? I do nothing. Have, I do you, no- have, you, have you ever cooked a meal? I work six days a week, Jeremy, running my business. Do you think I'm going to come back and stick a penny on and get out a feather duster? You, you must be joking. Okay, so hang on. You, you arrive home and you want a cup of tea. or you, I say you want, a, you want a can of beer 
beer out of the fridge what happens there she makes she does everything for me yeah, yeah, yeah. hang on you, you, surely you go to the bloody fridge to get a can Adrian, of beer Adrian Asian women Asian women have been brought up to, to, to look after their men 100% so, I mean if I want so I say love get me something out of the fridge she's over she does it it's the way it is so you're sitting on your on your arse uh, watching television and you fancy a bottle That's of right. bu- you fun, fancy a bottle of Budweiser you say to her get up and get me a bottle of Budweiser that's right so, so I fancy a beer love get me a beer she and gives you- me a beer and she gets up and gets it for you. She got to do something for the money. I mean, I'll give her a very nice lifestyle. I mean, she got to do something for the money. Well, what's she, what, what am I paying her for? You know, she's looking after the house. She cleans the house. She feeds the kids. Puts the kids to bed. I get home after, after six days in a week. I want to. I want to chill out. I'm not going to do any housework or, or go. To no, a lot, a lot of a lot of uh, men and women, uh, but mainly women, I would think, will think you're just a sexist uh, pig. I couldn't give a toss, Adrian. I couldn't give a toss. I live my life the way I choose to live it. That's why I got. I told you I traded in my, my Irish wife years ago. She was a fat, lazy cow. I got myself a nice Asian Jeez. girl from Thailand, and they they now have they now have to treat their men. I tell you, if you if you had my wife, you'd, you'd realise what they're like. They, they are they, they are gems. They, they put European women to shame. So, what do you think of men who do a bit of cooking and a bit of housework and a bit of hoovering? I think they're ponces. 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 They're ponces. Oh. Okay, so y- yesterday I uh, hoovered the hall stairs and landing. <laughs> well Good done. boy that I am. That made me a ponce. I think, yeah, it does make you a ponce, yeah. Why are you doing that in your day off? You get two days off a week, don't you? Two days off? Yeah, two days off a week, yeah. I think, I think gardening is okay for a man. Gardening yeah, I did, I, I did the garden on Saturday and I did that's the right. hall stairs right. and landing yesterday. Doing, 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 cutting the hedge, trimming the grass, that's all right. That's manly behaviour. But anything, anything domesticated inside the house is a woman's job. Okay, supposing, okay, uh, at the end of the night when you uh, are taking your clothes off, do you just throw them at the end of your bed and expect her to pick them up and wash them for you? That's right. So you just fling them at the end of the bed? I put them in, what do you do with yours? What do you, what do you fold them up neatly? What do you do? Well, I can tell you one thing, Steve. If I flung them at the end of my bed, uh, they'd be ripped up the next morning. That, oh, really? That's, well, that's, that's why you, you married the wrong kind of woman. You should have married an Asian woman. Yeah, well, I didn't have 17 grand or how much whatever well, you, you paid I mean, for. Uh, don't go down that route, mate. We had that conversation before. I didn't buy my wife, mate. She, she's more than willing. I give her a very nice lifestyle, believe me, and we're very happily married. Yeah, but the fact that you will not even get up off your, off your arse and get well, a bottle, wait, no, a bottle we, of beer we, out of the fridge I mean, uh, uh, Steve, I, sorry Steve I was arguing with Jeremy over the last while that he's a girly man uh, which is a new expression and if you look at all the things on the list that he does that I don't do I uh, agree that he's a girly man however I do do I'm not that much of a lazy bastard I, like I said I did the hoovering yesterday and I know my missus gives out I don't do enough I'd, I'd uh, fill the dishwasher I'd put some washing on the line I'm not that lazy uh, but you're the ultimate in laziness Adrian I'm, I'm the breadwinner and she's the homemaker that's the way it is it's the way, it's the way my father and mother worked no that's, that's fair marriage. enough I had a great marriage when I was growing up my mother never worked ever my father did all the, he was a breadwinner and we had a lovely domestic life as a no, kid no there's a lot of relationships there's a lot of relationships like that where the man goes to work and the woman uh, stays at home or whatever. But the fact, the fact is, Steve, that you do zero. You won't even get a drink out of the fridge. Six, six days a week, I'm running my business. Sometimes 12-hour days. Do you expect me to come back and do all that stuff as well? Come on, let's be reasonable. It's her job. She gets well paid. You I give her a very nice lifestyle. And is that, I mean, is that how you see it? You see the domestic chores around your house as her job? She is the homemaker. She gets very well paid for it. I give her a very nice lifestyle. Well, you give her a wage. 
I'll give her a very nice lifestyle. We've got a nice house, you've got a nice car, nice holidays. And so, what, what sort of lifestyle did she have? What, where was she from? Thailand? She's from Thailand. My wife is Thai, yeah. And what sort of lifestyle did she have um, in in Thailand? Not not a very good lifestyle. They came from, from a poor background, you know. But I mean, that's that's that's, that's neither here nor there. Basically, she's come here, she's very, she's loved, she loves living in Europe, you know, loves living. I brought her all around the world. And uh, she's got to do something for the money. I'm sorry, she's got to do something. I tell you, there's a, there's a movie that, that sums up your life at the moment. 12, Which is? 12 Years a Slave. Don't be ridiculous. She's not a bloody slave. She is she's a slave. Wife. We're, married, we're married over 20 years, mate. Don't be ridiculous. Hang on, you say to her, bitch, get my bottle he of Budweiser. He never said, said, he said he said I don't call her a bitch. Don't be such an idiot. I don't call her that. But that's she's pretty much what you... I love my wife, but, she, but our, our roles are very much clearly defined. I'm the breadwinner, and she's the homemaker. All right, Steve, stay there for one second if you can, please. I want to go to line to uh, Linda's on the line. And Linda, you're seething with anger. Oh, I am so angry with that man. He thinks he's the only one in the world who runs his own company. He's an ass. I run my own company, so does my husband. We have a full, full-time job, and then we have a house to run, and we run it together. Now, he's saying women shouldn't be in the workplace. Women are far more efficient at certain things in the workplace than men are. I'm not saying that they're better at everything that men do, but they're up there. If not, in some things, they are far better, and others are not. You, you, you tell me this. Like, let me ask you a question. Can I ask you a question? Yes. You, you and your husband run, you run a business together. Is that what you said? Yes. Okay, so so who does all the, who does all all the domestic stuff in in your house? We both do. You both do it. Well, then, well, then he's a ponce. Your your husband is a ponce. He's a girl. My husband is far from a ponce. Okay? He's a ponce. That, yeah. He's a ponce. That no, is your no. job. It's does a woman's he, uh, job uh, to do uh, all the uh, domestic uh, Linda, stuff. Linda, does he bake cakes? No, he does not. What's wrong? What's wrong with that? Your, your your husband. Your husband is a girl. A big girl's blouse. Is what your husband is. He should put uh, his feet. He should put his feet down. A woman's you, job is to do, to do all the chores within the household. That's a woman's job in but, life. Uh, Steve, you have to acknowledge that your attitude is literally for the, the 1950s. Um, As I said before, Adrian, I couldn't give a toss what people think of me. This is how I live my life. And we, I've, I've, I'm perfectly happily married for over 20 years. Yeah, but is, I, but is, but is your wife happy? Totally happy. Absolutely happy. I wish she's not here at the moment. I'm in, I'm in work now. I, you know, I own my own business. I'm just taking a, a break here. But I mean, she's not here at the moment. If she was here, I'd gladly put her on the line to you and she'd tell you how happy we are. Our, our, our roles are clearly defined. I'm the breadwinner and she is the housemaker. Okay, stay there. Stay there. Say, hang on, hang on. I hate to cast aspersions. I'd say she's having an affair behind his back. How could you put up with hey, that? What are you talking about, you Tulsa? How could you put up with that? Because she, she's quite happy. Oh, did she is she a happy woman, we, We've got a great marriage. I hate to burst your bubble there, Jeremy. We've got a great marriage. I doubt she's happy. She couldn't possibly be happy with that situation. Why couldn't she be happy? She, 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 she loves well, being no, at I'm sure home. She's, I'm sure she's happy. She's that... a homemaker and no, I'm the breadwinner. I'm sure she's happy that you took her out of the slums of Phuket or wherever you took her out oh, of I'm sure she... don't, don't, don't get personal mate don't Sorry, that's get what personal you said. You said don't that... get... I think she came from quite a, little, quite a poor background that doesn't mean she was living in a bloody shanty town get a grip mate the fact of the matter is uh, Jeremy that uh, it, it is not an unusual thing in Ireland for a woman to be a homemaker and, and yet his wife is a homemaker and you're jumping down his throat I just see that as... no I think any woman that is a homemaker is selling herself short that's a conversation for another day I think well no that's the conversation for right now no. what do you mean they're selling themselves short a woman who chooses to stay at home and be uh, and, and it's to be an, a housewife it's, it's an old fashioned expression but be a housewife you... is selling themselves short women have equality down the workplace they fought for years for equality do something with your life rather than just doing dishes 
Like, does your does your wife not want to be a career woman? Not at all. She's very happy with it in, in our situation. No, yeah. no woman is happy uh, spending I'm the day with her dishes. I, I, I'm going to turn to I'm blue in the face here, Jeremy. I'm the breadwinner, and she's the homemaker. And this is a perfect and you, situation and, and, for and us. You, and you have a perfect, uh, perfect setup. Lovely. We're happily married over twenty years. The, the proof, the proof is in the pudding. Perfect for you, not for her. For, and her, mate. And her. We're, we're both right, stay, happily stay married. There. Stay there for one second, Stephen. You're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Stephen? Hey, Adrian and Jeremy. Listen, I'm sticking up with Jeremy again because uh, I've seen that man and I know it's that man for a fact. Even his accent. I was in the queue behind him last week in Summerhill Post Office. He was there and he was sending a lot of money away abroad to maybe that woman's... Uh, his, his wife is small. Isn't she small? Yeah. I don't know. I've never met is the you, woman. Is your no, wife... Can you, not, can you not ask her? Steve, is your wife small? That bloke, that bloke, you stand behind me in a post office, will you, mate? Yeah, and you were sending a load of money away. Am I, am I, am I, am I the only? Am I the only English person living in Dublin? Am I? Why was she sending away? Why was she sending away from you? So why were you, you watching my business? That's my. Why, why are you? Because you took so long. Everybody was complaining about keep, the lunch. Keep your nose out of my business. Keep you your nose out of my business. And you were sending money abroad. Steve, let me ask you this because I've known that this does happen. He was sending thousands of euros. Relax there for a second, Stephen. I have, no, I have known this to happen with other people who are married to uh, women for, from places like Thailand. Do you send money to her family in Thailand? That's yeah. none of your business, Adrian. Yeah, this guy's yeah. saying he's sorry. Yeah. Adrian, Adrian, to answer your question, mate, of course we send some. We send over some parcels every now and then. Of course we do, because they do in Thailand. They're my, in, they're my in-laws. So what's wrong with that? It's like having in-laws in the UK or, or in, in Sweden right. or somewhere. Sorry? You just proved me right. What are you you're talking about? You're woman for sex or something. Oh, you're just an idiot. Hang on, let me just confirm that we are talking about the right thing. Were you in Summerhill Post Office last week? I don't go anywhere near Summerhill. That bloke's on a different planet. You're on a different planet, mate. You're on a different planet, mate. Come here, you have a big mustache. You're a big man. Man, aren't you? And she's I don't know who you are, you are, but you're always she was coming behind you very ne- with a nervous smile. Oh, I remember oh, you. I remember your accent very well. Stephen, Stephen how, much money very well. Was, how much money was he dealing with there in the post office? I think it was something like four grand. How the hell do you hear that? What, you got bionic hearing or something? How no, I was standing right behind you. I couldn't help overhearing everything. You're a, you were nice you're, and loud. You're, you're, you're just like a moron. Right you're a moron. I don't know who you are. You're a moron. Steve, why are you sending, yeah, you're why are you sending money? You're a calling Jeremy names. Why are you calling Jeremy names? Well, why is he sending money out of the country? Where are you, where are you sending four grand to, Steve? I don't see a foot anywhere near Summerhill, Jeremy. That bloke is deluded. He's deluded. Way over that. Way over that. Way over just denying him now. Go on. You are practically admitting it a few minutes ago. Get away. I'm getting... Get away. You're a moron. Go away. Go away. Go away. You're just a woman beater. That's what you are. Stephen, Stephen, you can't say that sort of thing. Okay. Sorry, lads. But I'm just saying, she looked quite nervous and she had to stand away from him. He was like he was like he was pushing her away. He didn't want to see what he was handing in. Okay, but he, well, but, he, but you don't know if that was him or not. Adrian, no, I do, I do know it was him. The accent and all. I'm sorry. Well, Steve, no, I, Steve. Know, I know somebody when I see them and when I hear them. Steve, just admit if it was you. Do you want me to clarify this again? I don't go. I don't set foot in Summer Hill, mate. That wasn't me. How are you, Paula? Oh, Adrian. 
I'm oh, sitting Paula. here in an office with two other girls and you want oh, to Oh, you're working, are you? Yes. At this oh, time, my God. People working every I'm, hour of the I'm day. I'm a working mother. God forgive me, Steve. God forgive me for working. I'm not at home with my penny on. Oh, oh, shame on you, love. Shame on you. You should be at home. No. Listen to me, Steve. Have you, have you got a husband at home? Have you got a bloke at home, have you? I have a lovely husband. We share responsibilities. We both no, well they're, work they're, very he's hard. A he's a pawn. He's a pawn. He's not a real man. He's a punk. That's your job. It's your job in the house, Holly. It's your job to clean the house. Don't talk down to me. It's your job to clean the house, Holly. Steve, Steve. It's so antiquated your you your attitude. It really man. is. That, that woman, that woman again, is deluded. Uh, Adrian, deluded. 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 If, you, if your husband, if your husband gets out the Hoover, gets out the penny, then he's a punce. He's not going to have a husband. I never said my husband gets out the penny. I said, you, do you expect me to get out the penny? You, you said you said you share. You said you share domestic chores. He's a big Say that again, Paula. Can I say that his wife is a lady boy? That's not appropriate, Paula. married to a little lady, No, boy. that's not appropriate, Paula. That's yeah. not appropriate at all. Me. Are you nothing, are you nothing, are you nothing you. proper to say, love? Are you nothing intelligent to say? Wait, no, Adrian, I'm surprised you're letting, you're letting her say that. Paula, in fairness, hey, hang on, that's not no, an appropriate thing to say. Hang on, Jeremy. No, yeah, very, that's on. very racist. No, I'm sorry, that's on, extremely racist. She's entitled to say that. Hang on, to suggest that she should be in the kitchen. To suggest that every woman from Thailand is a lady boy is racist. I'm sorry. No, it's ridiculous. She never said that. She never said that. Want to pipe down out there, Jeremy? No, Paul. I'm. De- I was. No. So hang on a sec, Paul. You I was defending me. you, but when you go around and say no, that you he's were defending me. Yes, you I was. Me. But when Adrian you when was defending me. when you, you go around and me. when you turn around and say that. No, listen to me. That he is a male chauvinist pig. And there is no abs- respect for Steve, women. when I right? uh, when I try to define uh, the expression male chauvinist pig. You are it. Adrian, that, that woman, that woman's been on the line for five minutes, and she's got an attitude problem. You're going to hear it. She's got attitude coming out of her bloody ears. Attitude, attitude, attitude. Like this you, is Steve. typical Irish woman. Typical Irish woman. Mouth, no, mouth, no, 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 no. Be racist. A big no, gob, a gob, big gob on you, love. A big gob on you. A big no, mouth. No, no, you. Typical got a big Irish gob woman. Typical. That's why, big, that's why I traded in my Irish, my Irish wife years ago. That's why I traded my wife in years ago. Steve, I want to read that a text message that came in and we're trying to get this uh, person on the air um, they don't give their name but it says I used to work for Steve uh, I met his wife in uh, his office many times before she's from Lampang in uh, Thailand uh, is that true? well yes it is Yes, she's from Lampang in Thailand and she told me before that Steve is an asshole and a control f- freak her name is uh, Lamai yeah. Lamai is that how you pronounce that Adrian? Lamai? Jer- Jeremy what you have there is, is a disgruntled a disgruntled ex-employee that's all that is, is so don't, don't, don't read too much into that mate is, is your wife's name um, where's it gone is your wife's name Lamai? that is right that's my wife's name and she's from Lampang in Thailand. She's from Thailand, that's right. Is she from Lampang? She is, yes. Well, this person then obviously knows you. Yeah, but it's obviously a disgruntled employee, ex-employee. Well, well hang on, the ex-employee says that your your wife thinks you're an asshole and a control freak. Is, is there a name? Is there a name attached to that text? You, you give me a name. No, we're trying to ring the person uh, at the moment. Is it, is it, I'll bet you it's female, isn't it? It's a female name, isn't well, it? I don't know if it's female or male, but... Well, uh, I, 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 can, I can assure you it is a female. I know exactly who that is. It's a disgruntled ex-employee, so don't, don't read too much into that, mate. 
right. And we're after ringing her and she's not comfortable to go on air. Is that what she told there you? There you go, you? there you go. She's just trying to stir things up for me. But yes, yeah, hang, hang on, she knows your wife. She knows your wife's name. She knows where she's from. Do you hear what I said? Are you, are you deaf, mate? She's an ex-employee. She has a, she's got an axe to grind. You understand? I'm sorry, I have an axe to grind to my ex-employees. She, but I wouldn't she's an ex... Well, listen, she's obviously sitting at home, you know, painting her bloody toenails, whatever she's doing because she's no longer working. Or maybe it's the fact that your wife actually spoke to this woman in confidence and uh, told her that you were a control no, freak. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not buying that at all. You're not going to lay that on me, uh, Jeremy, because the, what, what, well, that's, that's from a disgruntled ex-employee. By the way, I've looked up Lang Pang, Adrian. It's actually not a... Um, you, you were claiming that she came from destitution. It's a beautiful city. He didn't say destitution. I said, my, I said, I said, my wife comes from a very, a very normal working class, poor, poor background, I suppose, in relative terms. But she, by no means, she wasn't brought, she wasn't brought up in a bloody shack. You know, I never suggested that for a minute. And don't suggest, by the way, that I bought her either, because you've said that a few times to me. I find that very insulting. I mate. didn't. Very insulting. I, excuse me, I didn't say that. In fact, I was defending you when you that said woman... it, You said that. No, you said it in previous conversations that you're suggesting, alluding yeah, to the fact did. that I, I bought my wife. Okay, right, I, I, apologize, like it, okay, I, I like Okay, I apologise for that. Okay, let me let me go to. Jeez, I'll bring you. Do you want me to bring you out for lunch? Would that yeah, make it do, all better? You can do that if you want to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah all right. Now, uh, Lay, what did you right. want to say? Well, I, well, it's Ali. Don't worry. Oh, Ali, about sorry, Ali. Ali. <laughs> don't know why. Katie wrote uh, Ali on the screen there. Yeah. No, I just wanted to say, what has this man's wife got to do with knowing if men can cook and if men like if men can cook, that's a great thing. No one, we shouldn't be embarrassing men for knowing how to cook in the kitchen. Yeah, I mean, you look at the likes of Gordon Ramsay and uh, I can't even name another chef. Name another chef. Yeah, but they're, they're all brilliant. They're all brilliant cooks. Yeah, they're all. I mean, it's grand. Like I don't see. Yeah, but why. You, wouldn't, you wouldn't say Gordon Ramsay is a, is a girly man. No, certainly not. I'm not. I'm not I'm not married to I'm not married, married to Gordon Ramsay, am I? Yeah, but we don't care who you're married to. It I'm not married to Gordon Ramsay. Like, I'm not married to any of these these superstar exactly. chefs. Jamie, what Jamie, what his bloody name is? They don't live in my house. My wife is, is my wife. My wife is the cook. My wife is the cook in my house. That's the way right. it is. Great, I can cook. That's the way it is. Our, our roles are clearly defined. I'm the breadwinner. She's the homemaker. What is the Look, big problem also, with people? What, what is the big problem woman, with that? Hang on, shut up. If you're a woman, you should be able to cook. You should be able to go out and work if you want work. You can do whatever you like. No, you no. A woman, a woman belongs in the home, love. A woman belongs in the home. Yeah, you see, that, you see, Steve. years ago. Steve, that's what I was about to say. 50 years ago in the 1950s, it would have been fairly traditional for the man to go out and work and the woman to stay at home looking after the house and rear the children. My grandparents would have done that. Exactly. Um, but things have changed and you are clearly still living in the 1950s. I, I, listen, it works perfectly well for me. I, I, I picked the nationality of my wife very, very methodically, Jesus, Adrian. It's got nothing to do I with the nationality to, you see, of you see, your wife. What, what you have there in the line is another typical uh, gobby, a gobby Irish woman with a man a big mouth. I don't like these mouthy, these mouthy Irish women. They got serious attitudes. In fairness, he is wild Irish women are gobby, aren't they? I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. This is why I, I picked a, an Asian wife. And does your wife ever answer oh, back to you? Does she ever speak up against you or, or say? We, listen, we, we have a great laugh. She got a great sense of humour. We have a great laugh together. Don't think you know she's sitting there, you know, uh, shaking in the corner from fear. That's just ridiculous. No, but has she? Because I have an image of what's a, what's a movie with um. The movie you know with what you Patrick Bergen in it. What's that movie? Cook your wife a meal. Cook her a meal once in your life. And, uh, let me ask you, Steve. Steve. Can you can you even cook? I don't. I can cook a bit. Of, I can make a bit of cereal and a bit of toast in the morning. Well, that's about it. That's about it. I, her, I don't you need to do that. I don't cereal, need that. That's her job. That's her job. That's no, her job. Do you understand? Uh, Ali, let, let, let me just deal with with what he's just said. 
Uh, and uh, like like we said, you go back to the to the fifties, and my granddad would have gone and worked in CIE, and my granny would have stayed at home and minded the house and looked after the kids and made the dinners and keep the house clean and blah 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 blah. Uh, so my granddad's job was going out to work, and my granny's job was looking after the house. Now that's yeah. all he's saying. But not really. I mean, he's bringing his wife into it, which has nothing to do with. I'm sure his wife is lovely. But all I'm saying is, we're all perfectly entitled to do whatever we like. We can cook. We can work. He, if he doesn't want to cook, he doesn't have to. But if he, for once, cooked his wife a meal, that would make him a man and it would make him feel like a man. He's not going to do that. Let me ask you, Steve, do you ever treat her? Oh, we, go out, we, we, we eat out regularly, uh, Adrian. Well, we, we, eat out, we, out, we eat out, we eat, we eat sure out regularly. I'm that meal she's eaten. But I don't cook the bloody meal. I don't, but I don't do the cooking. But That's you, not you, my you, job. OK, but you do treat her. You do take her out. You do, I assume, buy her gifts. And Adrian, I give my wife a lovely lifestyle. I've got my own business. I've got a nice nice wage coming in. I've got a nice house. She's got a nice car. No. Believe me, she's got a very nice lifestyle. Stay there, stay and there I treat, she gets treated like a queen. Uh, all right, Steve, stay, stay there. Thank you. What's the expression, Steve? What's that? What is the expression? What? Um, where you keep on saying something to try and convince yourself. Well, repeating yourself. No, when you keep on saying something, because Steve, you keep saying uh, she's a queen, she's a queen. Don't just protest too much. Oh, that's the expression. That's the expression, yes. yes, yes. yes. Um, a huge reaction to what he's been saying. Uh, Darren. He couldn't get an Irish woman that would appropriate him, so he had to go off and get an Asian woman and pay her. Oh, that's what says it all. <laughs> well, no, that's, that, again, that's not, that's not true. Um, he didn't pay for her. Well, he says he didn't. Well, no, he didn't. Gee, that, and to be honest, that is quite racist to suggest that anybody who's in a relationship with a Thai woman is after ordering them on a catalogue. Like, ridiculous. Jordan! There's Steve, seriously, Pops. It's 2024, man. Non-1950. So if you go back to a lazy hole, yeah? Walk straight to the fridge, make a cup of tea or something, get your own bleeding beer, show your wife some respect, and pull your way to the fucking hell, for God's sake. We'll be there with your own, your own basis. That's the first thing you say out when you come on this bleeding show. Get up, boy. Get home. Get up. Hoover. Watch the weird window. Still something. Show your wife some bleeding respect. She's not a fucking mate. Honestly, God. And pay. Oh, that's what she's paid for. Bleeding cheeky. And all of a sudden, no wonder you're not married to another Irish woman. She clouded the ears out of you. Now, Steve, what do you say to, uh, to those two messages? Um, you need to have more respect for your wife. Steve? Hello? Oh, he's gone. Sorry. He's gone. Nolene! Oh, my God. I'm in hospital, sick. I've listened to your podcast. I want to rip this strip out of my arm and grab that English twat by the throat. Typical Irish woman. You got, you traded in your Irish wife. I'd say more like it. She found someone with a lot better personality and probably better in the bedroom department because you can't have a big ego and a big... <clears throat> Jesus You're such a wanker Oh Say it as it is Say it as it is We've been doing this podcast For three years And I can safely say That's the first time A caller has come on To say I'm going to Pull the drip out of my arm (laughs) And come in here Uh, Can I just address Michaela Michaela is commenting Good on her Facebook page Giving out about me Saying Irish women are gobby And my point Michaela Was that They're not afraid To speak up for themselves That's why they're gobby But Michaela sent that message In caps lock Which is very gobby That's gobby That is gobby Yeah. So you are gobby Michaela (laughs) Lowercase Lowercase Alright Thank you very much Steve for listening to this latest Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian and Jeremy. If you enjoyed it, please hit subscribe or follow. Click on the little bell icon on Spotify 
and that way you'll be notified each and every time we upload a new episode of Opinions Matter. Thanks very much indeed for listening. I'm Adrian, he's Jeremy, and we will catch you on the next Opinions Matter. Opinions Matter.